0: R.P.N. The Roddenberry Podcast Network. I'm Jessica Lynn Birdie, and this is your Sci-Fi 5, 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History for November 16th. Today, in 1997, Fox premiered the 100th episode of The X-Files, unusual suspects, which really was unusual in that it was a flashback episode exposing the origins of the show's three conspiracy theory-obsessed recurring characters, the Lone Gunman. Now, we could talk about how this was written by future Breaking Bad creator Vince Gilligan, or how it focused on the Lone Gunman because David Duchovny and Gillian Anderson were still filming the eagerly anticipated X-Files feature film, but... Let's instead talk about how this one-hour episode of television wipes entire other television series out of existence. In Unusual Suspects, the future lone gunmen are questioned about an incident involving, naturally, a younger Fox Mulder, a SWAT team, and a warehouse in Baltimore, a scene from which they tried to run when the SWAT team showed up. Who were they questioned by? None other than Detective John Munch, played by Richard Belzer, in a bit of stunt casting harkening back to Belzer's starring role in the hit NBC series Homicide Life on the Street. But that's far from the only series Munch appeared in after Homicide. He migrated to a 15-season run on Law & Order Special Victims Unit. Detective John Munch has actually appeared in character in more TV crossovers than any other fictional character in American TV history. And in a moment, I'll tell you why his appearance completely erases most of those shows from existence, including The X-Files. Spoiler alert, it gets complicated. In a 2002 blog entry celebrating the appearance of Batman on his kids' WB superhero show Static Shock, the late great creator Dwayne McDuffie remarked that Static Shock had gained a whole new audience just because Batman appeared on it. But he warned his readers and viewers not to read too much into that appearance. People obsessing over continuity and crossovers in comics were a pet peeve of McDuffie's, and he used Detective John Munch as a prime example. In addition to appearing in The X-Files 100th episode, Munch also appeared in Homicide, all of the Law & Order shows and episodes of Arrested Development, The Beat, The Wire, 30 Rock, The Simpsons, and St. Elsewhere. He's also mentioned by name as a real person who exists in the world of the BBC crime drama Luther, but it's St. Elsewhere that creates a kind of TV singularity that sucks a bunch of other shows in. The last episode of St. Elsewhere strongly implied that everything that happened in that show and all of its characters happened only in the mind of an autistic child staring at a snow globe. By extension, McDuffie said none of the other shows into which Detective John Munch crossed over actually happened. Nor did their spin offs. So there went the Lone Gunman and Millennium. Didn't Strange Luck mention Fox Mulder? Well, it just disappeared too. But wait, didn't Chicago hope also cross over with St. Elsewhere? Didn't Picket Fences cross over with Chicago Hope? And didn't Picket Fences also cross over into Ally McBeal? And didn't Ally McBeal do a crossover with The Practice? And there went Boston Legal. Sorry, Denny Crane. St. Elsewhere also crossed over into Cheers, which eliminates Frazier, which crossed over with Wings and Caroline in the City, which crossed over with Friends, which crossed over with Mad About You, which crossed over with Seinfeld. None of these shows happened. They're all in the head of that poor kid. McDuffie went on to prove that the trail of crossovers could also wipe out the Dick Van Dyke show, the Andy Griffith show, I Love Lucy, MASH, the Bob Newhart show, Murphy Brown, the Nanny, the Drew Carey show, Home Improvement, NYPD Blue. None of these shows happened. Or, McDuffie argued, you could just accept crossovers as the publicity stunts they're meant to be and try not to sweat the details. But what fun is that? Since I know about Detective John Munch and you're listening to me talk about him, does that mean we don't actually exist? This has been five minutes of science fiction history. Or has it? Your daily Sci-Fi 5 for November 16th. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment. Executive producer, Rod Roddenberry. .roddenberry Podcast.roddenberry.com The Roddenberry Podcast Network.